0: Yo, I'm Chance. Welcome to the Reweek Show. Uh, this is basically a weekly review of what's uh, happening around. You can say as a weekly news review, but I hope to deliver news in a less boring and casual way. So, why I started this uh, podcast is basically to help people that can't get into catching up with news, some news in. Uh, Because as a teenager and when I'm back in uh university Sometimes I just don't feel like, uh, you know, reading the news So I think this is a good way to at least get some news in every week So yeah, that's the short introduction of why I started this podcast And we'll jump into the first news uh, of the week Oh, uh, by the way, I'm in Malaysia So most of the news will be Malaysian news uh but i do cover some international news as well all right the first news would be international news and it would be with regards of the united states us uh just as a background idea on 3rd of november 2020 uh it will be us uh presidential election so uh in the past week uh we have seen that there are quite some comments and condemns on uh, Trump's uh, administration. Uh mainly because DNC has been held, DNC that stands for Democratic National Convention. Uh okay as a background I uh, background information uh US uh political party, major political party would be the Democratics and the Republicans. So, Trump is from the Republican side, and uh, the previous president, uh, Barack Obama, was from the Democratic uh, Party. So, uh, in this past week, we can see that there's a lot of uh, comments, con- condemns, attacks attacks on uh, Trump's uh, administration. And, and I did... Uh, I did watch the video of uh, Obama's comment on uh, on Trump's administration and I, I find it quite interesting and uh, he's, he's good with words and um, basically gave a very good diss on Trump's administration. Uh, yeah, they are, they are American so it's their first language anyways. But yeah, uh, he's very good with, with their choice of words and I would quote, quote him. He, he said that I did hope for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show, might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office. Discover some reverence for the democracy that has been placed in his care. But he never did. Okay, so, so basically this is just his comment on uh, Trump not taking his job seriously. Uh, then uh, after that, this is my favorite part. Which is said that, uh, which he says for close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work, no interest in finding common ground, no interest in using the awesome power of the office to help anyone but himself and his friends, no interest in treating the presidency or anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. Okay, that, that's a very good this. Uh, basically, he's just saying that uh, he hasn't grown into the job and, Am America is enough of it. Um, uh, from someone that's not in the U. S. uh, the the past few years during the Trump administration. I I did get the impression that U. S. wasn't that good anymore. I uh, don't really look. Uh, towards u s uh, that highly anymore i mean you you can 't deny the technological part and uh the advancement part, but then as a country as a general country itself uh last time from 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 my perspective it's like yeah there's some somewhere I would go uh but then now it just feels like hmm, um, maybe maybe is not too bad it's just like the 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 rating kind of dropped, so I don't know why he is elected in the first place. But basically, to sum it up, the Democratic National Convention, uh, DNC, uh, basically chooses uh the representative of the Democratic side, uh, of who will be the presidency candidate. So. Joe Biden will be representing the Democrats for the president and Kamala Harris will uh be fighting for the vice president spot. Yeah, so it basically ends it here. Mm, I think Joe Biden being chosen to represent the Democrats, uh yeah, I mean it's fair enough because he's he's quite a senior personnel and he, he was the vice president of uh, Barack Obama last time. Um, just to sidetrack, I remember listening to a podcast by ryan Higa. uh and he got one of the uh, presidency candidate uh he was fighting for a spot uh He invited Andrew yang in his podcast and basically talked about uh, his ideologies. I uh, do know that I have not heard any other uh candidates uh, ideologies and what they are fighting for but from uh the interview with uh Andrew Yang um I feel it's interesting uh that I mean I mean his ideologies are interesting and since he's he's coming from uh the he, he was he's an entrepreneur and he's coming from the business side yeah so you guys can uh look up that uh of the pill podcast that that podcast uh of Ryan Heger and Andrew Yang uh it's of the pill podcast uh which episode I'm not really sure but then, uh Andrew Yang only came out for that one episode so you can just search for it. Uh, and yeah, basically that's the international news, international politic news for the week. Okay, the next one would be an international news as well from Brazil. And basically uh it's there's this ten uh, year old rape victim girl who wanted to get her pregnancy terminated but uh anti abortion activists uh tried to stop her. They uh protested outside the hospital and shouting towards the hospital and calling them killers and even at one point tried to force into force their way into the building. Uh, but was luckily dispersed by the military police. Uh, The background story is that the personal detail of this girl was published online by anti-abortion activists in in Brazil. Uh, But then the anti-abortion activists uh, are still trying to stop her. Uh, Although she has been given legal permission to terminate the pregnancy, uh, they still continue with their actions lah, that 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 causes uh, this this uproar um Brazil has strict laws on abortions, but it is allowed in the cases of rape so don't really understand why people are doing that, but I guess that's the culture the background um, of the country. maybe it's not so acceptable uh, but then it's it's the baby of a rape case though so this is the moral ethical part that comes into play Uh, on another note I mean in in comparison uh, in Malaysia uh, abortion is illegal except except where the medical practitioner deems that continuing the pregnancy would pose a danger to the mother's life physical health and mental well-being. Uh, it, it's silent about uh, childrens of rape victims and stuff, uh, so up until now, uh, abortion uh, is illegal except where it harms the mother's life, health and uh, mental well-being. So, in Malaysia, basically, there's this group uh, rising. Uh, I think they have been fighting for a number of years. Please correct right me if I'm wrong. Uh, fighting for the choice to terminate pregnancy, uh, which is uh, Asia Safe Abortion Partnership, ASAP, and Asia Pacific Resource and Research Centre for Women, Uh ARO, A-R-R-O-W. Uh, I think there are a few more other... Uh, organizations fighting for... which are pro-choice, fighting for... women to have the choice... to terminate pregnancy. In short, in Malaysia, abortion is illegal. And... the the only way out is that... the doctor... De- deems that... Uh, continuing the pregnancy... would pose a danger to the mother's life. Uh, would pose harm to the mother. Yeah. This silent about... Uh, cases of rape. So, we hope to continue to see these organizations. Uh, what are the outcomes of this? Uh, what these organizations fight for? Okay, the next one is uh finally some Malaysian news, Malaysian uh would I say political news? Uh okay, basically uh this is interesting. Basically, this is uh alleged sodomy. Uh, by opposition politicians so basically someone launched a statutory declaration that uh uh opposition politician uh have conducted uh sodomy four times in 2013 in a hotel in Slangor KL Johor and Penang, and he was paid 300 ringgit in each uh, occasion ba- basically Malaysian politics have come to a point where if you don't know what to do, just throw some sodomy cases on them, just throw some sodomy allegations on them. So even uh the Inspector General of Police is uh quite restless about it. Uh, when 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 was being asked, he just said, "Hi, betul saya dalam hal hal macam ni." So, yeah. Uh, and he continued to say that uh the matter is a waste of police resource, and I am sick of such matters but but then a police report has been uh, lodged so they would have to follow up with uh, investigations investigation papers has been opened so they'll need to follow through it it didn't mention the individual's name but it did mention is a opposition party politician so uh, just in case you didn't know uh, now opposition the opposition party is uh, the pakatan harapan side yeah so, that basically ends uh, the story. I mean, it's it's interesting that uh, Malaysian politics has come to this stage where we just throw some sodomy cases left and right. Yeah. Sorry, sodomy allegations left and right. Okay, we have another Malaysian news, uh, which is about someone who gained fame around February or March this year and this person is no other than our beloved health uh, director general, Datu Dr. No Hisham. Uh, he has been awarded the Tan Sri title. And personally I think he, he deserves the title. Uh mainly on how he tackled how he brought Malaysia and tackled uh the pandemic. Um I think what he did was very good in terms of the daily updates on the impact of COVID in Malaysia. Uh, the constant reassurance of uh, everything will be fine if we follow the rules and uh, the stuff that are in place. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to him. He's uh, he's really good in handling this uh, unprecedented uh, pandemic. Uh, so, Back in April, if not mistaken uh three top doctors uh, in the world has been named by c g t v china global t v network about their contributions in handling the uh, COVID nineteen pandemic uh, which includes the the three doctors includes a uh, dr Anthony fasi from united states uh Ashley Bloomfield from New Zealand, and Dr. Hisham from Malaysia. So, and their comments is that, amid an unprecedented global pandemic, and as government worldwide, have sometimes been slow to react, introducing confusing measures, and sending contradictory messages, uh, these three doctors have become voices of reason and sources of calm and reassurance. Uh, This is from China Global TV Network. So yeah, the current Currently Malaysia is in The relaxation stage already But yeah Do, do wear masks And uh, take all that uh, Precautionary steps Uh, Anyways Okay, so Next up, this would be some good news For Grab users Or those who Like to Use Grab I don't know. Basically, it's a good news for Grab users because Grab and Maybank launches a new credit card. Uh, It's called the Maybank Grab Mastercard Platinum Credit Card. Uh, You you can check on Maybank website on how to get this uh, card. Uh, uh, Basically, uh, the benefits from what I see from the webpage is that there's like 5 times Grab rewards for every one ringgit spent on Grab or... Two times Grab rewards for every one ringgit transaction spent, overseas cross borders and e-commerce, and there there are other freebies lah. So yeah, if you use Grab a lot, then mm, this might be a good news for you. I think this is a very smart way for Grab to continue multiplies to seep deeper into the ASEAN uh consumers uh pocket and to to further promote the he their grab uh app I suppose mm, personally I'm not a big fan of Grab I don't know why but I just don't really like uh the Grab app so even if I wanna get food I I'm getting it from I, I don't really use Grab food by I, I use uh foot panda and no I'm not sponsored. This is just a new podcast, nobody's gonna sponsor me. But yeah. Um I hope everything goes well with Grab and we see what what continues. What what are the upcoming stories or whatsoever coming from Grab. Alright and the last uh local update, uh basically Sunway uh have launched a lot of packages uh, to boost uh, local tourism, their own business, of course, and so Basically, there's these four places that they have uh, launched some packages The first one is uh, Sunway Velocity with their stay screen and shop package Uh, It's a two-day one-night stay in Sunway Velocity Hotel and there's cash vouchers and basically you can just spend it in Sunway velocity. The next one is uh Sunway Putra Hotel. The name is uh quite fun. Stay tim Makan Unlimited. This package is basically a stay an accommodation uh I think will be in Sunway Putra Hotel and then uh, an eight-hour all-you-can-eat spree. Mm, it didn't say where, but I suppose it's in Sunway way putramong's uh restaurant or dining hall. Yeah, and it has a m- minimum of hundred ringgit redeemable cash vouchers from uh the participating tenants. So yeah, can can give it a shot. The next one is uh Sunway City KL, basically Sunway Lagoon area, Sunway Pyramid area, uh, which is uh Kesana lagi. Fun name. The campaign, the the package basically comes with uh three day two night stay in the Pyramid Hotel or Sunway Clio, and tickets to Sunway Lagoon, for two adults and two children. Yeah. Uh, I think there would be other variations of packages, uh. Can just check them okay last but not least uh Lost World of Tambun, which is in uh perak uh they're offering a staycation package at 40% off from published rate it has a one night stay for two adults and two children yeah that's the the rough idea of it basically all these promotions you still need to go check Sunway out but uh, why i'm including I- this is You know, MCO, everyone has been at home for quite a long time and it has been quite boring, quite dull. Sometimes you just feel like going outside. So maybe since since they are having these packages and we can just go out and lose your nerves, basically chill a bit. So yeah, Uh, being started at home uh, might not be that fun for everyone. So if you're stressed out, then maybe you can go out and have a walk and go to one of these, join one of these campaigns and stuff. Oh, and not to forget, uh, the Malaysia Economic Stimulus Package, uh, they have this uh, special personal income tax relief for domestic travel purposes, uh, which covers accommodation fees and entrance fee to tourist attractions. So, yeah, you can get uh, tax relief, uh, but but for the accommodation fee, it must be... Uh, registered with the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture. So I think for for this case, Sunway, uh, should be registered. But the the others you need to double check first before, uh, proceeding to go there. If you would like to take advantage of the income tax relief, please note that this is a income tax relief. That means it's calculated after you uh multiplied by the certain percentage. So it doesn't mean that if you calculate out, come out like, okay, uh, I need to pay 100 ringgit of tax and then you have spent 100 ringgit on domestic travel purposes, then you get to pay zero tax, Uh, no. This is applied before you you multiply with the percentage. So for example, if your taxable income is 1,000, you have spent 100 on accommodation, so then your taxable income would be 900 and then the 900 would be uh, multiplied against the certain percentage. Yeah, so be, be aware of that. Alright, and with that, we have concluded uh today's episode of uh ReWeek. This is a new podcast and I'm new to this, so if there's any feedbacks, any comments, please let me know. You can find us on Instagram, which is uh, at re.week. R-E-dot-w-e-e-k. So yeah, I'm looking forward for your comments and I hope to improve myself. Uh, notice there's a few hiccups here and there but i hope you have enjoyed the podcast thank you for your time and hope to see you next week